In this bulletin, Rishi Sunak sets to be sworn in as Britain's next Prime Minister. Labour's federal budget sets to be handed down. And in sports, former Australian Test cricket captain Tim Payne opens up on scandals. All the latest from the SBS newsroom, I am Omar Bello. Rishi Sunak will meet with King Charles III today to be sworn in as Britain's new Prime Minister, the first of Indian origin. The former treasurer succeeds Liz Truss in the row, becoming leader of the Conservative Party without a vote after his only challenger, Penny Mordaunt, withdrew from the race. Stepping up as the third Prime Minister in less than two months, Mr Sunak faces a range of dire economic challenges with a promise to reunite his fractured party. Alan Wager, research associate at the UK in the Changing Europe at King's College London, says Mr Sunak's first task will be to stabilise British markets. He comes into, into office as not a particularly popular Prime Minister, but with a reputation for some semblance of economic competence. The problem will be, is he is seen as someone that's not broadly on the side of people, he's seen as someone that's broadly out of touch. And that's the sort of political challenge he faces, having to come up with something that unites the Conservative Party and that sees him as seen as someone that's sort of in touch with people's concerns. Pakistan's Prime Minister, Shebaz Sharif, says he has spoken to Kenyan President William Ruto, asking for a fair and transparent investigation into the killing of Pakistani journalist Ashad Sharif. Mr. Sharif died after Kenyan police opened fire on his car after he allegedly drove through a roadblock in an incident described as a case of mistaking identity. He was an outspoken critic of the government and received threats to his life, with former Pakistan Prime Minister Imran Khan saying he paid the ultimate price for speaking the truth and exposing the powerful. Fellow Pakistani journalist Javed Reina says Sharif was simply forced to leave the country. Other senior journalists who were tortured and they were forced to make certain confessions, I think this is a link with that episode. Ashish Sharif left Pakistan under compelling condition. He knew that he was a next target. Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers says inflation is the primary influence on his government's budget. Mr. Chalmers says it's been guided by three objectives to provide a cost of living relief, strengthen the economy and repair previous debts and deficits. This comes after Finance Minister Katsi Gallagher says yesterday that the cabinet has found $22 billion in savings. Mr. Chalmers expressed his hope that Australians will understand his approach. And we will take a really responsible approach to the welcome and substantial improvements in the near term. We can provide cost of living relief in a responsible way, but not a reckless way. Uh, we can't spray money around indiscriminately because that would have an impact on inflation and could be counterproductive. And I think Australians understand that. Floods continue to plague New South Wales with the state emergency services now including the South Coast in their priorities. Carlin York, commissioner at the SES, has confirmed seven evacuation centres are in place and over a thousand volunteers deployed across the state. Overnight, the SES received 664 requests for assistance. 
Commissioner York has reminded the community of the importance to act carefully and in particular to avoid driving through flood waters. So it is disappointing that the SES and our partner agencies are continually asked to go out and rescue people who are making a poor decision to drive through flood waters. So I remind all the community to please be aware of your risk. We've heard that the weather um, at the moment is... Um, uh, receding a bit and the rivers are slowly receding but it doesn't take away the risk of the communities and the roads. Similarly, floods are still affecting Victoria with controversy in the hard-hit town of Echuca about how to get rid of flood water. The town is divided by a levee that runs through residential streets in an attempt at protecting the centre of the town. People living on the other side of the levee have been shocked to see water being pumped on their side. Victorian Emergency Management Commissioner Andrew Crisp says he does not have the details of the incident, but added that residents understood the levee would affect some properties. Flooding is likely to remain a major issue in Achuka for another week. Former Australian Test cricket captain Tim Payne has shed light on several scandals that have rocked Australian cricket in recent years in his new autobiography, The Price Paid. Mr Payne accused South Africa of ball tampering in the test match that immediately followed Australia's sandpaper gate saga in 2018, claiming match broadcasters concealed the Proteas' actions. Becoming the first player to reveal it all, Mr. Payne denies the Australians had a premeditated plan to use sandpaper, admitting his heart sank when it occurred. He says he was hung out to dry by Cricket Australia after an explicit text message scandal, ultimately costing him his job as captain late last year, and called the board's handing of Justin Lager's departure as head coach in February as a disgrace unprofessional and embarrassing. I am Omo Bello and that's all the latest from the SBS Newsroom.